G'day and welcome to Stick Together, Australia's only national radio show dedicated to workplace and social justice issues. Stick Together is produced in the studios at 3CR Community Radio in Melbourne and we're broadcast nationally via the Community Radio Network. My name's Elena McMaster. Stick with us this week as we hear news from workers' struggles in Timor-Leste. My name is Almerio Villanova and I'm the General Secretary of the General Workers' Union of Timor-Leste. In May this year, the Secretary of the General Workers' Union of Timor-Leste travelled to Australia with support from AFIDA Unionate Abroad for the ACTU National Congress in Melbourne. Stick Together caught up with Almeria Villanova in the studio at 3CR to discuss the current and historical struggles for workplace justice in Timor, as well as Almeria's own history of activism. The interview was conducted in Tetum, the language most commonly spoken throughout Timor-Leste. So the English translation has been read by Mark Tyler. My first question is about the General Workers' Union. Um, can you tell us a little about your union and when it was founded uh, and also which sectors you cover? Yeah. The General Workers' Union was established on the 19th of October 2008 with the support of KSTL, the Timor-Leste Confederation of Trade Unions. The union covers four sectors, including the hospitality sector, the industrial sector, the commercial sector, and the private workers in the public service, such as security guards at government embassies or NGO offices. Um, antes, uh, um, before we talk about issues for workers in Timor-Leste, I want to ask you about your experience as a labour activist and before that as a member of the clandestine movement uh, during the stru- struggle for independence. Can you talk about some of your experiences that took you from working within the clandestine movement during your high school years to organising one of the first strikes in Timor post-independence. During the Indonesian time, I was involved with the clandestine movement. In 1999, I participated in meetings with Valentil guerrillas and also was involved with the many demonstrations from 1998 to 1999 calling for independence. Also, when I was in high school, I was involved in demonstrations against Indonesian occupation organised by university students in the district of Same. Also, I was involved in clandestine activities, meeting with Falantil guerrillas from Same and bringing them into the city undercover to discuss strategy for dealing with the situation in Same with Indonesian military forces. Then in 1999, I tied the flag for the National Council of Timorese Resistance. When the CNRT flag was raised at the Fredland headquarters in Aldian, the situation was very grave, but we succeeded in raising the flag. After independence, I became a student at university and was involved in student activism. I also worked on a floating hotel which accommodated all the UN staff. I worked on the floating hotel as a barman. I organised the staff into the hotel to start a staff committee. 
After we formed the staff committee, we, we began negotiations with the bosses because work conditions were not good. For example, the hours of work were too long with no overtime pay and the staff food was not adequate. At that time, there was very little work in Timor, but as we saw each other being mistreated, this touched our hearts and we demanded that the conditions must change. We wanted respect from the bosses and for them to treat us as human beings the same as them. Because of the staff committee, we succeeded in fixing these conditions by bringing the bosses to the table and forcing them to negotiate with us after a two-week-long strike. Obrigada, mal. Agora, hakarakusu kunaba situation context. I want to ask you about the current conditions for workers organising in Timor Leste. So, I've read about several cases in recent years of workers encountering issues in the workplace around their right to join a union. In some cases, employers have fired workers for joining the union, despite the right to unionise being recognised in domestic and international law. Can you ex- explain a little about what's happened in some of these cases? Eu contei tu angusi 2001, vai ir a Castel Hari. In 2001, when KSTL began, the situation was difficult. There were virtually no jobs in the private sector. The only employer was the United Nations. At that time, there were immediate cases that the union had to deal with, such as people being fired without cause, lack of contracts, and so on. So this is an example of the situation KSTL faced when they began fighting to protect workers' rights and negotiating on their behalf. Uh, in 2008, when the General Workers' Union awoke, we met many problems. One of the first problems we tried to address was unjust firing of workers. The second was this problem of no contracts. In many cases, workers had spent many years working for an employer yet had no contract of employment. There is also the issue of overtime. Many workers found themselves working many hours overtime without pay, yet if they arrived late for work, they would find their pay cut. Another problem was with maternity leave. If employers saw that a worker was pregnant, that worker would often lose their job when they took time off to give birth and care for their children. So there are many problems. Liliu, most konaba kwanu trabalosir involve iha aktividade sindikatu nia. Iha kazu barat kwanu patraun sirahare kata trabalor involve sai membur sindikatu. When workers are involved in trade union activities, they also face challenges. We have many cases where employers have seen that a worker is a union member and they are fired. Uh, when workers try to form a union within a company, companies will not give space for them to meet and organise within the company. Uh, in our Labor Code and in the Timorese Constitution, Article 52, we have the right and freedom to form unions in our workplaces. The Labor Code follows the ILO Convention, Article 98, and enshrines the right to organise and collectively bargain. However, many companies and organisations in Timor do not recognise these laws because they don't like it when workers organise and act collectively. So when they find out an employee has joined the union, they may fire them or subject them to discrimination. Our constitution and labour code guarantee freedom of association and the Timorese government has ratified the ILO conventions on the right to organise 
and collectively bargain and the freedom of association and the protection of the right to organise. But there is a problem still with implementation and enforcement. Enforcement is very weak. When there is violation of the fundamental right to organise, this is always a problem that the union has to address with very little support from the government and legal systems. Então, bem, hira, a patron será coco hapara serviço ba trabalhador sema ka liga sindicato. So when bosses try to fire workers for joining the union, the government is often ineffectual and workers must rely on the union to defend their right to organise. Sim, dala barak quando mosu problemas, né? Yes, many times we've had to fight this issue. The government will say that the boss's decision to fire workers for being union members is contrary to the law. When the company is a large multinational, the government doesn't inspect the workplace and won't demand that the labour code is adhered to. I'm not sure if they're scared or why they choose not to act on the illegal practices of multinationals. The law is clear. Companies must follow the law. The government won't or can't implement the law, so unions fill the space by organising collectively and often by taking industrial action to force companies to obey the labour code. Então, mauhau hakarakusu agora konaba acordo colectivo. I want to ask about collective agreements in Timor-Leste. I hear that there are currently no or just one collective agreement in Timor. Can you talk about the work that unions are doing to make more collective agreements? Acordo colectivo ne maka ohin lorong sai hanesang Yes, collective agreements are a very important objective for the workers in Timor-Leste. Through collective agreements, we can create more security for workers and benefits for union members and all workers in Timor-Leste. Managers in government and the private sector do not yet understand collective agreements. They don't understand that collective agreements will not just give benefits to the workers, but also to the employers. Sometimes companies think that collective agreements will destroy their business and the government thinks that unions don't have the right to negotiate collective agreements. We are constantly having this argument with the government about our right to negotiate collective agreements as guaranteed in the constitution. Now, KSTL and its affiliates have started a campaign about collective agreements. KSTL has already lobbied the government to demand that they stop intervening in collective bargaining negotiations between the union and companies. In 2012, KSTL negotiated four collective agreements with four different companies. Now we hope to continue negotiating collective agreements for workers in the same workplace. Sindicato Husi Raiseluk, Sindicato Iha Australia, for example. How can Australian and other unions support this campaign? How is it important for Limar para Oinsa to establish a networking movement? It's important that we continue to establish strong links with Australian unions because workers' problems are global problems and we must work collectively to resolve them. The international union movement has been and remains very important to the Timorese union movement. 
With this campaign for collective bargaining, we ask for solidarity from the Australian unions. You're listening to Stick Together, all about workers' rights and social justice. Every week on the Community Radio Network. We, the workers of Timor-Leste, that organize under the KSTL, a big union body of uh, workers in Timor-Leste, and all its affiliates support the Australian Trade Union Movement Campaign, ACTU and its affiliates against the Australian government's Tony Abbott regarding the budget. We support the Australian Trade Union Campaign on vast budget. Viva, viva. Viva Italy, viva Australia. Viva Australia! Viva Timor-Leste! Viva! 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 You're listening to Stick Together and we're hearing from Almeria Villanova, General Secretary of the General Workers Union of Timor-Leste. Almeria has been talking about the immense amount of support that Timorese unions have received from the Australian Union Movement. The video you just heard shows solidarity flows in both directions. The Timor-Leste Confederation of Trade Unions recorded a message of solidarity for Australian workers participating in the Bust the Budget rallies all across the country last year. The interview with Almerio was conducted in Tetum and has been translated. The English translation of Almerio's words is being read by Mark Tyler. Mambele a kolia konaba a trabalhador iha trabalhador a Timo Owen se maxivisu iha tazi. Can you talk about the situation for Timorese workers who are currently working in the oil and gas industry in the Timor Sea, uh, working for Australian companies? Sim, Castel durante ne preocupamos konaba Timor Owen sira nebe maka. KSTL is very concerned about the situation for Timorese workers working in the Timor Sea. Uh, on behalf of the Maritime Union in Timor, KSTL has asked the Maritime Union of Australia to help encourage companies active in the Timor Sea to employ more Timorese workers to work in the Timor Sea. This is Timorese oil, but Timorese workers have less opportunity to work here than workers from other countries such as the Philippines and Indonesia. So, so we ask our friends in Australian unions to help express KSTL's concern that the companies and the Australian government must provide more opportunities for Timorese workers. We're also concerned about their salary. Timorese workers who work in the Timor Sea receive lower salaries than workers from the Philippines and Indonesia and other countries. KSTL asks Australian unions, and particularly the MUA, for support and solidarity to fix this situation, to increase the job opportunities for Timorese workers in the Timor Sea, and to ensure they receive equal pay with other workers. The struggle to create jobs and wealth for the community from Timor's oil and gas resource has been ongoing since independence. 
While the Australian government has lived up to its reputation as a regional bully, Australian unions, particularly the Maritime Union of Australia, have been actively working with Timorese comrades. Here's an excerpt from a short film made during the MUA's visit to Timor in 2008 as part of an International Transport Workers Federation task force. The excerpts feature Mick Killick, an MUA organiser, and Norrie McVicker, the chairperson of the ITF task force. kicked off with uh, five members back in 2003 and now has 440 members in the maritime and transport sector. The project has continued on since that time, now almost six years. It's developed from uh, strength to strength, but there's still a long, long way to go. We have to recognise that in places like Nigeria and other parts of the world, there is no doubt that oil and gas is a curse. We have, to, we have to also ask the question, all of the NGOs, all of the governments who have placed themselves in East Timor, is that about helping the East Timorese people or ensuring their resources for the future? Uh, and I think that one thing about the trade unions in East Timor, they've recognised that they have to get in on the ground now recognising the failures of uh, the rest of the world where oil companies have gone in and stripped out the resources and left nothing behind. And I think that's key. I think the, the leadership of the trade union movement in Timor, along with the membership of the offshore task force, will testify that uh, unless we're there and on the ground, that's what will happen in Timor. So. We will monitor the situation over the next few years and uh, we'll see where it goes. That film was made by Jamie McMicken for the MUA and is available on the Engage Media website. We're talking with Almeria Villanova, the General Secretary of the General Workers' Union of Timor-Leste. Do you have a message for the people of Australia who might be listening to this program? In our capacity as Timorese workers and unionists, we have met many challenges because we are a new nation. We see many challenges remaining on the road ahead. The economic situation in Timor-Leste is not yet good. The private sector does not contribute well to the employment of Timorese people. Many Timorese are afraid to join the union and the struggle for industrial justice because they are afraid to lose their job. If they lose their job, it is very difficult to find another one. From 2001, KSTL has contributed greatly to social and political dialogue in Timor, to the establishment of the Labor Code, and is now involved in the task force to establish social security laws to cover all Timorese workers, not just public sector. KSTL is also strongly lobbying the government for a revision of the minimum wage, which was set at $1.50 
150 US dollars in 2012. It was supposed to be revised every two years, so we are overdue for a revision. KSTL has been doing research into the cost of living for Timorese workers. We've found that we must revise the minimum wage to respond to changing economic conditions. Following on from this research, we made a recommendation last October that the minimum salary must be $200 US to meet the basic needs of people in Timor. When we compare this with the current minimum wage, we see that there is a big difference. This means that many workers in Timor are not earning a living wage and the minimum wage is not enough to cover basic necessities. We're pressuring the government to raise the minimum wage to $200 US a month, which is a basic living wage in Timor. This is the work that KSTL has ahead. Ami persijamos nafating suporta solidaridade usi movimento sindicato de Australia. We continue to receive much support from the Australian Union movement regarding the Timor Sea. We fight for the gas pipeline to come to Timor Leste instead of Australia to provide much-needed jobs to the Timorese people. We've asked the Australian unions to support our struggle for economic justice in the Timor Sea and support sending the pipeline to Timor. We also appreciate the support of Australian unions in joining our demand that the Australian government recognise the rights of Timor-Leste to oil and gas royalties from the Timor Sea and recognise the correct maritime border between our two countries. The position of KSTL is clear to defend the pipeline and strongly support the position of the Timorese government in demanding that it comes to Timor. In this, we ask for support and solidarity from the Australian Union movement. At the recent Congress, the ACTU adopted a resolution on the Timor Sea recognising the maritime border between Timor-Leste and Australia. The trade union movement in Timor-Leste thanks the Australian delegates at the ACTU Congress for supporting our efforts to resolve this issue. That brings us to the end of Stick Together for this week. You can find out more about supporting industrial and social struggles overseas through AFIDA Union Aid Abroad's projects on the AFIDA website which is aphedda.org.au, or you can just ask your union about signing up as a member. The final resolution, which was passed at the ACTU Congress on the 28th of May in relation to the Timor Sea, reads as follows. Congress recognises that the people and government of Timor-Leste are still seeking justice in a fair division of resources in the Timor Sea in the Greater Sunrise Oilfields. Congress calls on the Australian Government to number 1. Acknowledge its unlawful and unjust claim to a continental shelf boundary north of the median line between Australia and Timor-Leste and adhere to the principles of the UN Convention on the Law of the Sea impartially and fairly. And number 2. Commence immediate negotiations to settle the eastern and western boundaries of the Timor Gap between Australia, Timor-Leste and Indonesia. The resolution was moved by Paul McAleer from the MUA, seconded by Brad Parker from the CFMEU 
and it passed unanimously. Thanks very much to Almerio Villanova for making the time to speak with us during his very busy visit to Australia. And a huge thanks also to Mark Tyler for reading the English translation of Almeria's interview. If you'd like to get in touch with us to tell us about any social justice and industrial struggles happening in your part of the country or world, or just to tell us what you reckon about the show, please send us an email at sticktogether3cr at gmail.com. Give us a call on 03-9419-8377 or you can hit us up on Facebook or Twitter. Stick Together is produced on Wurundjeri land at 3CR Studios in Melbourne and broadcast nationally via the Community Radio Network to land stolen from Aboriginal people all over the country. We are grateful for financial support received from the Community Broadcasting Foundation. Remember, if you miss the broadcast, you can listen to us streaming online or download the podcast at 3cr.org.au. The theme music for Stick Together is Which Side Are You On? performed by Melbourne band The Glitterats. But we'll leave you this week with a track from one of Timor's hottest bands, Clamour, performing Timor-Leste Thor Ona Ihanabe, which roughly translates to Where Has Timor-Leste Come To? My name's Elena McMaster. I'll catch you next time.